Welcome to another segment of the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the mediator and Shiro at your ground zero. Welcome to all of you joining us over in our show chat room and welcome to all of you who are popping into our call query and as always, Hello, hello to each and every one of you who will be listening to our replay. Tonight is a very, very um, special night. As I said last week, we are going to be continuing our discussion with 
uh, well, about the things that's going on in this world. Um, and I promised you that we would have one of our fellow sisters to come on as our resident expert. We're going to be talking about PTSD and suicide tonight and how different traumas can really uh, trigger these types of reactions in us. Welcome to everyone over on our military network. Um, ladies, welcome to all you, your family members, all of our veterans. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are going to jump right into the show. I'm trying to make sure that everything is working, but tonight, Christy Knights is here with us. Um, I jumped on earlier today and I said, could you be on the show tonight? Uh, I really do want you to be the expert to talk about this. I'm going to bring her on so that she can tell you a little bit about who she is and what she has a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on. But this is what our family is about right here, right now, real talk, real people, Real people, real hurt, real healing. And the only way that we can do that or the beginning of the healing process is when we can discuss things and get them out of our system. So with that said, we're going to welcome Christy to our show. And, um, you know, it's not formal because, you know, Christy is one of the sisters of the Focus Females Global Chatcast, but hey, so... (laughs) It's not like she is um, a guest She's coming as family So sit back, relax, kick off your shoes And just prepare for a really, really, really good um, night of conversation While we wait for the other sisters to get on But Christy is here And I'm going to turn over the mic to her So that she can tell you a little bit about who she is But my goodness, she has so many awesome things going on. You will really want to hear this. So, Christy, hey. Hey, beautiful sister. Thank you so much for having me tonight. It just feels so welcoming being here in the space already. I am just really grateful. So, just a little bit about myself. I am a psychotherapist in private practice. Um, I have been in private practice for about 17 years. Most recently, I was certified in collaborative divorce. And so what that means is I work with the attorneys locally in a kitchen table type settlement for divorce. It is a court-free way of coming to settlement within a divorce so that there is the same level of post-traumatic stress that we see oftentimes in court proceedings. Mm-hmm. Very difficult, as you know, going through a divorce when it's litigated in court. Yes. This, you know, this type of process with collaborative is really as it speaks. You know, you're collaboratively working with attorneys and the couple, um, and I'm part of that process, to really regulate the emotions, teach the couple how to communicate effectively, and come to an agreement with minimal trauma um, out of court. And then the other piece um, where I such a pleasure to meet you is I am the vice president for the Global Sisterhood um, and have been in that role for a few months now and absolutely loving it. 
Um, and then yes. finally, 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 I am so in love with the nonprofit world as I have launched iRise Leadership Institute. And iRise is this beautiful nonprofit that reaches out into the community for suicide awareness and prevention. Our mission is to truly teach that every life matters. No life will be left behind. So we are providing services from book projects to community service to working towards um, support services for the community, not only for those who are experiencing suicidal thoughts or who have attempted suicide and helping them get the services they need, but also those who have lost a loved one to suicide. And it has just grown endlessly. Um, So excited about that. And you touched on something that um, that was a topic that we have not delved into on our show so far, but when you've lost someone, I did a show with one of our other sisters, Lee Longo, and she um, I did that on my television show, and um, she shared about her her bout with suicide, but that was, I believe it was after her son committed suicide. And um, I have a question for you because there's certain things, and this has been something that I've had my entire life is the fact that, you know, when when I'm listening to um, the, the news and things like that, to me, it's easy for someone to, I want to say shoot someone. And then when you have someone who stabs someone, that takes a special type of, I don't know what the word is, not just hatred, but that takes a special type of person who can actually take that blade and shove it into someone's skin like that. From what I understand, that's not exactly the easiest thing to do. So you have to do that with some type of intent. So. Moving up to the suicide aspect of things, and someone who, you know, I I have no problem sharing my stories that I fight with clinical depression and, you know, I fight the thoughts all the time. But when someone really wants to commit suicide, and I found that people, they're the main ones who don't cry out for help. A lot of times you have the people who are showing clear signs that they want someone to save them. But what are some of the signs, Christy, when people, because we don't notice those subtle changes in people yeah. that um, are the signs that something's wrong and we're missing it. So what are some of the signs of this and before you get into that welcome to everyone joining us in the call query and over in the um chat room thank you so much for being here i see people jumping in and out of the chat room i hope that um it's working if not our number is uh 646-478-4726 so you can join us and hear us live and in case the show ends prematurely or 
um, a few minutes before, if it goes off air and we still have something to say, you'll be able to still listen until it ends totally if you are called in. So 646-478-4726. And, of course, welcome to all of our listeners who will be listening to the replay. We so love having you here. If you are one of the members of the Focus Females Global Cafe, Global Chat Cafe, and you'd like to be on air, press the number one on your phone to let me know because I see some new numbers here and I don't know who you are. If you are a guest and you have something that you'd like to talk about, you are welcome to press that number one as well. Otherwise, just sit back and enjoy the program and um we hope and pray that you get what you need out of our discussion this evening. So what are, uh, you know, Christy, what are some of the things that we just don't think about that we should be paying more attention to? Sure. Let's look at it briefly in three different categories so we can compartmentalize it in our mind clearly. So if we look at what a person is saying, their behavior, and mood as the three categories, some of the signs that you may not typically notice that you want to be watching for is in terms of what they're talking about is do they feel like they're a burden to others? Are you hearing them say, I'm so tired of being a burden um, or I feel like I'm too much for you? Um, that's a, a, a big sign that not necessarily they were thinking about suicide, but along with these others may be um, a red flag. Feeling trapped. They talk about feeling trapped or you know how it is whenever the depth of that depression is there, that unbearable pain that you feel that you can't break out of. So if they start talking about that, um, feeling like they have no reason to live. Or, of course, if they do talk very openly about wanting to kill themselves. So whenever you wow. look at conversations, when you're having those conversations, those are some of the highlights that you're going to want to watch for. In terms of behavior, this is where I think that most people tend to notice the changes. So we don't necessarily key in on the conversation, but the behavior. So we may see an increase in alcohol or drug use. This doesn't have to be blatant. This could be an increase from no wine at night to someone coming home and having three or four glasses at night or one or two glasses at night, and then it becomes consistent way of coping with the emotions. So it doesn't have to be this fall down drunk drinking but just an increase. Looking for ways to kill themselves, such as noticing anything online, if it's a teenager and parents are monitoring the computer, um, or if you're on a friend's computer and you notice the searching being done, or acting mm -hmm. reckless, right? That reckless acting, risky behaviors, staying out later than usual, missing work, those types of things. The other one that's more common that people tend to notice is isolating from family and friends or sleeping too much. Mm. A lot of people start to cue in on those 
but something unusual that you see is visiting or calling people to say goodbye. And you'll know in your gut, because it's not a blatant, hey, look, life's not working out. I just wanted to say goodbye. It's much more of, hey, I wanted to let you know that I gave away my stereo system. I wanted to let you know that I decided to sell my car. So they're giving away things and, in essence, saying goodbye. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. Um, you know, it's what what how how am I putting this? For me, say for instance, for me, um, I had just shared with someone the other the other day that um, my new book is going to be called The Anointed Sin, um, because I think that my depression and the whole thing started so much further back to my childhood. And for me, as far back as I can remember, I have always wanted to leave this earth. And I guess let's talk about children if if you can for a little bit, because you know, back in the 60s when I was growing up, you know, we didn't have the, the court-appointed advocates. We didn't have the resources that we have now. We didn't have uh, names for all of these things. And if we did, they certainly, you know, were not something that we would speak about because mental illness was one of those things that was just taboo. You just don't talk about it. You just don't. So... Right. um you have a rash of children with the bullying now. You know, computers have given people courage in their computers. They tend to do things and say things and become things that many of them aren't really. Some of them are like that in real life, but they become even worse. Those who are, they become worse when they're behind the keyboard. And these children are just... um they're leaving us at an alarming rate. And I know what bullying is like, and I had the mother who gave me the infamous four-finger hand flicker was just ignored, just ignored. And it was like, mm. okay, seriously, that's not the answer. No, so for me no. to feel, you know, I felt like, why am I here? And yeah. um, I didn't, I just didn't want to be here. I've never fit in, even now. I'm going against the grain. I, be, I have become someone who I'm pretty sure no one expected me to become. Um, So, uh, you know, one of the things that we were talking about before the show is that my listeners, they like the fact that, well, I'm so transparent. To me, I can't help anyone if I can't share my own story. And if I'm not at that point where I can start to speak my truth, then I can't help anyone else speak theirs. But where children are concerned... Um, just delve a little bit about that, you know, if you've had any experiences with that, um, because there are a lot of children out here, and I I work with broken vessels from very young to the very old. My The oldest person who I've ever worked with was in her 90s. So wow. and she just, last year, she just spoke her truth last year at an event that I will be going to this Saturday because I was invited back this year, but last year I met a lady, she was about 92, and she spoke her truth for the very first time. 
I dried her eyes as she was at my table telling me what she had been holding in for over 90 years. Can you imagine living that way? No. That must have been such a beautiful moment for her, so freeing at that moment. So whenever we're talking about children, you know, so sadly, it is the third leading cause of death for kids between the ages of 10 and 24. Third leading cause. So suicide accounts for 20% of the deaths of these children annually, which is just devastating. And you had talked about the bullying being a part of it, and it is a major contributor to... Mm -hmm the suicide that we're seeing among these children. And so, yes, you know, it it goes hand in hand, but oftentimes what we're seeing, too, is the self-injurious behaviors. And it's starting there, and then it just continues to escalate with the self-injurious behaviors, right? Um, And and boys are more likely than girls. They're up to 81% higher than girls. Um, So when it comes to being able to look in our schools and what type of support we can give them, it is absolutely, in my opinion, um, and I know you'll agree, there has to be that level of transparency. We have done it with the D.A.R.E. program, with drugs and alcohol. We have done a pretty good job, and I think the bullying is getting more recognition Part of what we want to do with iRISE Leadership Institute is create a program like DARE to be implemented into all the schools, grade 6 through 12, that is just as mandatory as DARE so that we can go into the schools with such transparency and say, look, we hear you. We can hear the cries from your school and these feelings that you have. We want to lift the stigma so that you have no fear to come out and share your pain so you can get the help you need. We need to eradicate it at such a young age to create that ripple effect, as you like to call it, for generations. Right. And and I want our listeners to understand because I always do this because some people will get into that mode of selective listening And they will say, well, she said that it happens more with boys. No, it happens more with boys, but she did not say that it does not happen with girls. Because, you know, a lot of times here we see that a lot of females now are actually killing themselves. Um, In this area, from what I can see on the media right now, a lot of females are actually killing themselves more. Um, and they're getting more brazen, I guess you could say, with what they're doing with people. Um, but for girls yeah, I, especially, you know, it's it's we have the you know we have to be in the in crowd, and I guess boys do too. But for girls, we want to be accepted, we want to be loved, we want to fit in. Um, and this has been going on for generations. This is nothing new. Back in the day, when, in the 60s, when I was growing up, of course, it just didn't have that name. It did, but, you know, mm-mm. nobody, to yeah. me, nobody cared or they didn't know what to do. 
Absolutely. Well, and I think it was this, you know, they didn't know what to do, and there was such a stigma around it. And, yes, boys are more likely than girls to die from suicide. However, girls attempt at a much higher rate. And so we uh, are seeing that increase girls dying by suicide than we ever have. So absolutely, just just to clarify. Um, but right. I think really, even when I was younger, um, you know, there was such a stigma. You just didn't talk about it. And because of that stigma, you know, and burying our heads in the sand, it, you know, there was this culture where, gosh, if we talk about it, we're going to give everybody the idea that, that you know, and they'll do it. And that's right. just not the case. When we lift that veil on suicidal thoughts and normalize them, that there is less fear to seek help. I, I it's such a um, heartfelt subject right about now, but we're going to segue a little bit into the PTSD aspect of it, because let me give you a little bit of um, insight on last week's show. It it got very um, in-depth. We were all speaking about, um, it just so happens that we were all, and we were talking about our divorces. Yes. Um, several of the sisters are going through very, 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 Interesting. Let's just call them interesting divorces right now. And we are really supporting and leaning on one another because when you talk about control and abuse and some really strange things, um, we talked about the fact that it can leave us scarred and broken. And we had touched on the topic of it could be anything. Um, for me, the people that know my story, for my listeners that know my story, it could be something as small as me walking outside. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I was at my neighbor's home and uh, my ex is a contractor and I was at my neighbor's house and I walked in the door and no sooner than I walked in their front door, I remembered that he had put in their hardwood floors. And I didn't want to stand on their floors. Uh, it yeah. was just that type of feeling. I said, I have to get out because it's not you. It's great. And it's wonderful. But my ex put in this floor and it just didn't feel right to me. It just, ooh, I was just so, what's the word I'm looking for? I was just, I wasn't afraid. Yes. I, I just felt like I was, the walls were closing in on me. Yes. Yeah, it triggered those old memories, those old feelings of suffocation. Right. I couldn't breathe. I just couldn't do it. I could not do it. And um, maybe a few years ago, we were talking about a piece in my current book uh, that I have out, Solid Noise Lift Service, because I did a lot of real-life experiences, but I told the stories in poetic form. And... um, I was talking about um, the um, one night after he had um, he had raped me, and um, and I had my nine millimeter at the back of his head in the dead of night, and 
a lady called in, Christy, and um, she said, you know, she said, unfortunately, she said that she used her silent savior, and she said it maybe a couple times, multiple times, and I tried to keep her on the line to see what she was saying to me. Then she hung up, Uh, and I never heard from her anymore. And, um, I mean, it could be something as simple as, I wrote about it. I said the moon was illuminating the room, and I. This was years ago, and I could wake up and the moon could be illuminating the room, and I'm right back there again. Or maybe two weeks ago, I kept dreaming about him, and I couldn't figure out why. And I woke up, and my heart was pounding, and I was in a cold sweat. Well, my windows were open. As it turns out, at like three o'clock in the morning, he and some people were out back in the darkness doing something. I don't know what they were doing, but I heard his voice coming through my window. So then it just invaded my dream space, you know, my REM sleep. And it was just too much. And to this day, I'm very cautious. If I feel myself getting too close to someone, I have to move off from them. And those demons are there. And there are times when I'm like, wow, you know, to be honest, why can't he just fall off the room, roof and break his neck or something and be done with it and eradicate it from the earth? Because he's like the son of Satan, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but we were talking and we got on that subject of PTSD and how all of this ties together. And of course, uh, welcome to all of our listeners over on our um, Armed Forces Radio Network. Um, How does this tie in? Because I know that the suicide rate among people who suffer from PTSD, whether it be military or civilian, um, I'm sure that you, do you have any statistics on that? Because we were on it last week, and it's a shame that none of the ladies are here tonight that I can see, or they're just mm-hmm. listening. But we were talking about the fact of how the traumas that we have gone through Yes. are affecting us in these ways. And we just said it. You know what? We're suffering from PTSD. And I believe one of the ladies said that their doctor finally said, sweetie, you're suffering from PTSD. And each, okay. even she said, you know, oh, that's just military. So can you dispel that stigma that PTSD only happens to people who are in the military? Because I'm not yeah. agreeing with that at all. No, no, and we see PTSD affect those in all over the place, whether it's a, a house that burns or an abusive relationship um, or the loss of a mom traumatically, a car accident. PTSD surfaces in multiple life experiences. If you've experienced abuse or a traumatic experience as a child, you are more than mm-hmm. likely to susceptible to it again as an adult, you're more prone to that sensitivity. So really, it's, it's not just the military, absolutely not. It happens every single day all around us all the time to children, to adults, to men, to women. It does not discriminate, sadly. Yeah, and, and you know, I have to say that um, you spoke about the Global Sisterhood, who was founded by Dr. Shelley Hipsky, and um, I was on Shelley's show 
couple years ago. And um, when you said a child, it could be something like burning down the house. Well, when I was on her Inspiring Lives show, I shared about um, the fact that I had come in one night and um, he just wanted us to leave, just wanted us to leave. And I'm like, well, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to go upstairs and relax and whatever. Well, when I got upstairs, he had rearranged some things in the room, and he had put um, the lamp. He took the shade off of the lamp, and he put it over in a dresser near our curtains. And he had um, put the curtain over the lamp. Well, when I had gotten upstairs, it had started to smoke. It was about to, you know, ignite, and um, it was burning because the hole is still there, and uh, um, so naturally I questioned him about it, and he said the wind did it. The only problem was the windows were closed, so there was no wind, so it was uh, intentional, okay. and um, he's that type that said that if he couldn't take 50% of what I built, then I would have 100% of nothing. So if that meant burning down the house that I had built from the ground, so be it, where he was concerned. So for me, these are the types of things that on a really bad day when nothing's going right and something like that, you just saying that brought that memory back to the forefront for me. And, you know, there has to be a way. I think that with PTSD, a lot of times the people, these voices, these memories keep invading our here right. and now. And we don't know how to deal with that. We don't know how to silence those voices. So are there things that we can do that can help us to put those memories back where they belong and not allow them to con- to when they come, because we can't say stop them from coming, but how can we, um, are there like some type of exercises that we can do to help us, things that, you know, you can just tell us right now that people can do right now to help us get refocused on something other than that. Me, I get into work, so I'll try to run from it, but I'm tired of running, if that makes sense. There has to be a better way to yeah. silence this noise. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are, are certainly multiple ways. First and foremost, with PTSD, I will recommend professional support because it becomes so traumatic at times. It can shut down life, deepening the anxiety and depression. But if we're talking mm-hmm. about just what can our listeners do today, you want to pay attention to your body. When you walked into the house with the hardwood floors, our body physically responds first before our mind, before our thoughts. So when we learn to tune into our bodies, you feel that sinking feeling, you feel the anxiety. Right away, you begin to implore a nice skill of taking a deep breath, moving out of that space, distracting yourself, Immediately, those will help calm the anxiety. When you're not able to calm the anxiety, then the breathing becomes heavier, the adrenaline rushes, and the thoughts begin to spiral out of control. That's when we begin to ruminate on those thoughts and lose touch with 
a level of reality, not a psychotic or psychosis type of reality, but driven by anxiety where you feel like you're looking in from the outside. That's very Mm -hmm. common whenever anxiety becomes out of control. So, again, those initial steps really is taking that deep breath, grounding yourself again, remembering where you're at, bringing yourself to that moment, being mindful in the present moment. Because the trigger takes you back to the past, that's what you're experiencing, the memory. So teaching yourself that there isn't room for that in your life any longer. The reason why I, again, suggest that be done with professional support of a psychotherapist is it's so traumatic and it's so much work that we like to contain it. We like to say, I want you to work through this and deal with this in our space and close the door when you leave the office. And then we give you the skills if it's triggered throughout the week, whether it's the hardwood floors or the smell of a fire. My son was in Roth Rover ice rink when it collapsed a few years ago. We were in there as a family. Mm-hmm. And thank God the boys were safe. But that sound of the cracking of the ceiling before it collapsed is a mm-hmm. constant reminder to my son of the level of trauma of that day. So there was residual PTSD. We can be in staples walking and he can hear cart, a large cargo cart, move across the floor and it makes the same cracking noise and he Mm -hmm. would duck initially when he was little. He would duck and I would look at him and say, look, we're in Staples. It's okay. Take a deep breath. You're safe. Because we don't want him to avoid Staples. We want him to work through that. Right? Right. So it's important so, to take those initial steps to recognize the physical manifestation and then work through it to a limited place and then seek support if it's affecting the functioning of your life on a daily basis. Let me ask you something. When you, because I know that you have so many new pro, uh, new projects going on, and I believe that I had read that you were about to open a new center as well, um, do you just work in the Pennsylvania area? Um, do you do any type of um, virtual consultations, things like that? Um, so how how yes. can people reach out to you? Yes, absolutely. My second office, second location, although it's a brick and, and mortar, my my services encompass global. I have clients who are in um, Australia, the UK, who are in India. So I do work virtually with clients, although it's not insurance-based. Um, it is done through payment arrangement, and we work on through Skype, through telephone, whatever they're most comfortable with. But we've made mm-hmm. such amazing progress, even with traumatic events like PTSD via, via Skype services. Um, so, yes, right. I offer my services on multiple platforms, and I think that's necessary. In psychotherapy, my mission has always been I'll walk alongside you. I'm not going to just wait between sessions, you know, at sessions. Instead, right. I walk alongside you because life happens outside the office. Right. 
And I'm so glad that you said that because. Yeah, so if people wanted to reach me for services, they can go to my website at christyknights.com, K-R-I-S-T-I-E-K-N-I-G-H-T-S, to schedule an appointment or just to email and get to know each other a little bit, and we can arrange services that way. And I I, I was saying that... um... I'm so glad that you said that um, you're walking that journey because there's nothing worse than a broken vessel feeling like they're just another statistic or just another number. Um, When you make people feel like you really care, well, I'll just say it, when you really give a damn, it means the world to them. And, uh, you know, as I shared earlier, I think that's what makes shows like this one and um, healing through hurt works so well is the fact that, hey, I'm here. And it's nothing more um, enjoyable for me when I return a call. If someone calls the office and I happen to take that message, I'm like, hey, it's C. Maria, blah, 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 blah. And I remember one lady once, she she was like, oh, my God, it's really you. I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you return calls? I'm like, mm, yeah. She's like, I was not expecting you to return a call. I said, well, who were you expecting? She said, maybe a staff member. I said, well, if they got the oh. message, they probably would have. But, yeah, I do tend to really talk to people. <laughs> so, yeah. it's And how valuable she felt in that moment, knowing that you were willing to walk alongside her. Yes. And it, it was so amazing. I'm still in shock and awe over all of this, to be honest. Um, you know, when people contact me, I'm like, how'd you find me? You know, it, I'm still in shock and awe over all of it. Um, oh, I listen to you all the time. When I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner, I'll turn on the show and I this and that. And I'm like, really? I, it's still all amazing to me because I think that I'm just doing what I was sent back to this earth to do. Um, and that's one of my saving grace, Christy, is the fact that a few years ago I had died. And, um, you know, God said it, it wasn't my time. So here I am, you know, a couple of years later, I'm doing what I hope he sent me back to do. And um, to hear comments like that, it really does does my heart good. And and whenever I do this show, I say I never know what's going to happen. And for whatever reason, um, tonight is wonderful. People are here. They're listening. I see you, and they're quiet, and they're just getting whatever they need out of this. And not only that, but I'm welcome. I see the the call query is jumping. So if you just came, oh, here's someone that just hit the number one. So how about we take a call and see who this is? This I don't know. This may be Marisol. Not sure. Let's see. <laughs> Hello, Hello, ladies. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm Marisol. Marisol. It's, it's, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry that I couldn't. I've been, you know, doing life and uh, showing up for my life. And so I, I've caught bits and pieces <laughs> In between, and I did not want to disrupt the flow of the conversation. And so, but hello, everyone. Hi, Chrissy. 
loves the fall. It's so great to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, I I caught some stuff there earlier. You know, um, you guys are the greatest, and um, I just been so busy with mom, and then also work, and then uh, I'm not complaining. It just gets challenging, you know. Um, but it, I just had to come up in here and just say hi to everyone, and uh, I don't know. I'm just uh. I'm very full Marisol, right now. Is there something that you need to talk about? Because I'm sensing that you do. So Christy and I are here. So if you want to just get some burden off of you right now, is it time for you to take a walk out in the wonderful outside and hear the birds <laughs> chirping? And you want to share something with us? I mean, that's what we're here for. So, well, you know, um, since I've been um, – uh, a part of uh, 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 the focus female, um, you know, I've been, uh, you always talk about our story and, you know, our story and, mm-hmm. in other words, my life and things I've gone through. And, um, you know, uh, since I've been sharing with you and learning from you and everything, you know, I see Chrissy's post and um, when I saw it was about suicide and stuff, like my heart you know, start racing real fast, and, um, you know, I felt very uncomfortable, but I saw her post, and I saw her, like, she was so honest and so excited to want to help people, mm-hmm. and I wanted to commit suicide, and um, so I, I got, grabbed me some courage, and I approached her, and um, so one thing led to another, but um, I get what I want to say is, as a result of uh, you know uh, talking with you, Maria, and everything, uh, I uh, I had to look back and look at that suicide part in my life, and um, you know some people suffer from mental health issues, and um, it's something that's not really talked about, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, sometimes people are on drugs because they need to be on medication. And um, in the midst of that, you know, some of us attempt suicide. And it's a very, uh, it's a hard thing to talk about. It's very hard to talk about. I look back to see if I had my scar, but I don't have the scar anymore. Like, she brought back memories of stuff, man. You know, stuff that, things that, you know, just don't even want to look at. And I'm like, why do I have to look at that? I don't have to look at that. Nobody's forcing me to look at that. But then her her plea of love and help and, and, and acceptance, I was drawn to approach Chrissy, you know, uh-huh. um, and she went to talk about that book, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I can't write nothing, <laughs> you know. Uh-uh. And then so she went and let me off the hook, and then she said, well, we, you could talk about it. But you don't understand, I've never talked about it. I've never talked about it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't talk about stuff like that. 
Right. You know? I mean, it's just not something in our family that we did. My sister had a mental health issue. She died at 45. Mm. Well, it was actually suicide. But see, we don't talk about stuff like that. It's, I never quite understood why she didn't want to live. You know? I mean, I, I'm not making any sense to myself right now, so this is not working. Well, I'll, mm. I'll, well, let me say this um, before. I know Christy, Christy will probably want to chime in on this, but I want to say this, that we've been on this journey, Marisol and I, Christy. Um, Marisol used to fo- follow me on my Marathon of Hope Kingdom movement group. And ah, she's okay. been around a very long time. And um, one thing, I don't even know when we started talking literally back and forth. She'd always share my post, and she'd always say that I was speaking to her soul or spirit. And um, one thing led to another. And, uh, well, here we are. And then I pulled her over to Focus Females Global, and she was on the Focus Urban group. And I pulled her over to our private group, our closed group, because um, I knew that she was someone who was seeking the answers. And um, it was time to delve a little bit deeper into what was going on. And But as you can hear in her voice, and I could hear it, you know, and that comes from really caring about the people who we speak to every week and knowing when they're crying out. And that's why I said, do you have something you want to say? Because that's why so many people are quiet tonight, because as you said, Marisol, you hit it on the head. That's like, oh, no, 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 I can't share this with anybody. Oh, my gosh, no. You know, and some people will say, oh, my gosh, my 28th cousin, 88 times removed, will hear this, and they'll know that I've done this. But, again, when we are able to talk about it, that helps with our healing process or the healing process. And, I, you know, me, I'm so open at this point. I don't care anymore. I told someone just yesterday, there's a lady who calls me every single morning when I get to work. Her name is Susan. And we were t- talking about something, and someone's son had killed himself and this and that, and she was just talking. And I was in, you know, one of those modes, and I said, you know what, I said, When I decide, or if I decide to do this again, I'm not going to say a word, because guess what? It means that I'm at my wit's end, and I want to go. I want to go. I don't want anyone to attempt to save me. I don't want anyone to know and then call 88 million people who called us. EMTs, I don't want that. I will want to go. But that's a place, and that's the demons that I'm fighting whether it be I just don't like the earth anymore or whether it's that my depression, I'm fighting with that, whatever. But it's a daily struggle. And when my I, after my divorce was over, I was left with the faith, forgiveness, and four cents. I had lost everything that I spent an entire life working. And at this juncture in my life, to have to start over, it's just too much for me. I didn't know what it was like. I've never been on unemployment. I've never had to get unemployment and none of that. I was left with nothing. When you talk about someone who was determined and people, and it seems like when one bad thing happened and everything else started to spiral for me, and I'm still regrowing, you know, I'm still rebuilding. 
I'm here every day because when I'm ready to give up, the great I am tends to send me a message to tell me, Marisol, that you're, you need to be here. If nothing more, I need to be here for Marisol. That's who I need to be here for right now. I need to be here for all of the people who will hear this conversation and our voices in the replay. We needed to be here tonight for everyone in this call, query and over in the chat room who needed to hear what we have to say. So with that saying, I'm going to turn it over to Christy because I'm pretty sure that he, she has some words of encouragement for you because, once again, we are all – we have the global sisterhood. We're all members. We're all members there. That's Dr. Shelley Hipskin, and we have Focus Females Global. We're two totally separate groups with like missions. We're all one big sisterhood. We all basically know one another. Most of us have met face to face. I know Shelley personally. Um, our story was wonderful and, and funny, and the whole nine yards. Um, but Christy, I'm pretty sure like, that like I, I believe, as we can see, but see, uh-huh. you make me believe that what I I don't see how my sister's death or me surviving suicide. I'm a survivor of suicide. Can like you make me believe it could make a difference to somebody, <laughs> like. You know, because a lot I was raised that something bad happened, you got over it, now forget it. Don't go back over there. We're going to put it under this carpet. My mom and dad would go in the room, they would shut the door, and they would do whatever, and we would never know what was going on. And then they would come out of that room, and it was like two different people. And mommy right. did her thing, and daddy did his thing. And whatever happened prior to them was never spoken about ever again. And it's worked for, I guess, uh, I'm 50 years old. So, But, see, you make me believe, and I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it's like it's good. Like, you make me believe that talking about that is a good thing, and it could be a good thing for someone. You know, um, maybe even myself, I don't know. But that's why I approached Chrissy because I believe that maybe, and that part of my story can maybe make a difference, Maria, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn it over to Christy to respond to you because I need you to hear what I'm saying from mm-hmm. someone other than me. And mm-hmm. once you see, how many times did I say when we see things and we hear it from other people, I'll say, see, you don't believe me, listen to this person. You know, I'm one thing, I'm the certified credentialed coach, I'm an advocate, I work in the legal system, so I see all of this. I work with all of these people all the time. But then you have Christy here. Hello? Yes. Hello? Oh, okay. Am I back? I'm still here. Okay. I, it went was away weird. For a My minute. mic went out. I, sure I, yeah, did. I noticed that. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to turn it over to Christy because okay. I'm pretty sure by now she's probably burning with her lips to say something to you. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to turn it over to her. Um. Marisol, uh, Hi. if you were in my presence, I would just embrace you. 
each moment has led to this moment. You are this incredibly beautiful soul that has an amazing purpose with your story. Your story will save lives. Yes. Your pain will empower others to want to live. But even, you know, in addition to that is the the healing and therapeutic power it will have in your own life to release right. the chain of the shame and the stigma that you have carried all this time. Instead, allowing your beauty just to radiate from your soul and be in that authentic space, it doesn't matter credentials, who tells it to you. Maria and I come to you as sisters. We walk alongside you in this amazing, beautiful space you've created. The book project is, just so our audience understands what that is, I Rise was founded on a book project for those who have had suicidal thoughts or attempts and are now on the other side living a life of purpose and abundancy to come forward as unsung heroes, unsung heroes, and share their story to empower others, to inspire others. So there was an invitation put out for people to come forward and share their story and lift that veil of shame And you, in all of your warrior self, came forward. Yeah, because there's you are a warrior, a survivor. You will survive. Yeah, I'm a survivor because suicide is is. um, I look at suicide like um, a person. You know, like it's a real entity. Like, I don't know how people look at suicide, but I, it talks, you know, it talks to you, and mm-hmm. um, it tells you things, and um, it visits. Um, like, that's why I say I'm a survivor of it, because it's, uh, it's a living force. And um, I don't know if that ever goes away, but, like, that's how I... Suicide is a living force. It's not just a thought to me. It's not just like it's a living force. I, I'm probably not making very much sense, but that's what it is to me. It's a presence, and um, uh, and it, and it's real, and it talks, and it you know shows you things, and it tells you things, and it makes you do things, and. Um, it's it's scary. So, you know, um, I want to be that warrior. I want to be courageous. I mean, I have never, ever told anyone anything like this before of suicide. So when I saw that, I said, wait a minute, I'm a survivor of that. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a survivor of that. Because when I look at it, it, it it's a living thing. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am so proud of you, and I have not thought of it as a living thing, as a force, as a presence. So I really uh-huh. appreciate painting that picture for us. I think that's powerful. 
Um, but you, you, you said, I want to be courageous. I want to be brave. Marisol, you are courageous. There you, you go. That's it. Right. That, that doesn't sound crazy to you guys. Because <laughs> I thought they are going to think I'm so crazy in saying that. But you know what, Christy? I, I, uh, Christy, I have told Marisol many times. Now, I just sat up here and said that I just told someone who I talk to every day that, and, I, you know, during the course of the day, I said, I fight with this every single day of my life. There are days when I say, people, I'm just not up for it. If I disappear, and I tell you, I went through a spell, Christy, a few um, weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, and my CFO had to call me because Marisol didn't see me posting because there are so many people uh-huh. who depend on me to post every single day that mm-hmm. if I'm missing for a day or two, they go into panic mode. <laughs> because I am so regimented And if they know And my CFO called me And he's like what's going on Marisol has called me because she hasn't heard from you And she needs to know what's going on And I had gone away I got rid of one of my vehicles And then I went out of town Well my neighbor called the police For a welfare check Because my pattern was broken I never knew <laughs> One of the things that keeps me moving is the fact that I never knew that so many people depend on me for so many things. It's amazing to me how many people actually depend on me every day. And then I'm like, okay, God, well, maybe I can do it for one more day. And I realize that when, when, you know, that's a show for another day, but when I talk about my out of, you know, my NDE, near-death experience, a death experience, and what I saw on the other side, and if I kill myself, I probably wouldn't go there, but the struggle, as you said, is real. It is an entity that invades us from time to time, but as Christy said, and I can't tell you enough, your story is your testimony, but every time you come on here and you share, not everybody needs to hear see Maria's story. They need to hear Marisol's story. And I told you, there are listeners who want to hear Marisol. They don't, well, they want to hear me because I'm well me, but Yay. what they yeah, need sorry. for their healing journey is not my story. Yes, they want to hear my voice. They want to hear the comfort of it. They want to know that I can still depend on C. Maria, blah, blah, blah. But they like to hear Marisol. And you have done something on an open forum that you have never done before. How powerful is that? Yes, amen. And God brought us together for a very specific purpose, Marisol. Yes, yes, I believe God. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 And this is the beauty of it. With all of the ugliness and the hatred in this world right now. And I'll tell you all, when I was posting that I was, I went through this sense of dread because I have one child. He happens to be a male and he got married and had a family. and He has two small children. They are 10 and 13 years old, about to be 11 and 14 years old. I pray for my family every single day, and I'm afraid out there because you just never know. And this is what it's about, people, when we can come together as a sisterhood, 
And one of the people who stayed in my private messages, believe it, well, I'm not even going to say believe it or not, because it's not going to come as any surprise, was Shelly Hipsky. Because whenever I'm hurting, there are certain people who will get on there and they will start sending me messages behind the scenes because there are some people who actually read my posts. You know, they don't just click like and all of that. You know, they actually read my post, and they can read between the lines. And sometimes all of us, we leaders and all of this, we're human too. We have families, and we hurt, and we're walking this journey. So that's the difference between when you have a strong, that strong support group here, and that's what makes it wonderful here is that we are sisters. And like I was telling Christy before this got started, I said, Christy, I don't know what's going to happen. We're just so real here and authentic. Whatever happens, mm-hmm. happens. And I think I believe that Tracy just joined us. She's been really busy for the last couple of weeks. I think that's Tracy that's jumped on. Hey, sis, if you want to talk, of course, press the number one. Christy is here with Thank us tonight. You. So, um Aww. Yeah, um, so a lot of people are sending me messages saying, you know, that they're busy and um, they are, you know, they couldn't get on tonight, but they're going to listen later. Um, but I believe that that's probably Tracy. That's uh, Yep, she just pressed the button, so I'm pretty sure that that is Tracy. So <laughs> once again, let me see. Tracy, I think you're on now. So, Yay! Bye, girls. It's so good to have a good group back together again. Tracy's been yes, so busy man. and Tracy Tracy contributes through her Tracy's tidbits and and we have mm-hmm. Christy here. When I say that this is a specialized group of sisters, I mean that. And Tracy and I, and I miss our conversation because Tracy is one of my early morning uh, conversation buddies. Um, if uh, if it's not Shauna calling me from Ohio or Tracy and I usually see each other first thing in the morning because when I get into my office, it's literally like 530 in the morning. <laughs> and um, I'm sitting there and some of us are up that time of the morning. Oh, Marisol, we are actually mm-hmm. up me. Oh, so you God. know, I I work more than an hour's drive away, so I'm on the road. And when I get in, um that's the best time where we talk, where we come together mm-hmm. is early in the morning. And um it's our space, it's our time. The world is still asleep and we just have that bonding time where we can inspire, motivate and encourage one another before the hustle and bustle of the day, you know, get started. So I'm loving this because this in this world, as I was saying earlier, with so much hate and ugliness right now, um, you know, we are that beacon of light to say, hey, we're not going to let what's going on around us tear apart that sisterhood and that bond that we have. Because we're going to keep going regardless. And when you said um, about people wanting to hide things, Marisol, there's Mm -hmm. a piece in my book called Just Let It Go. Remind me to read it to you one day. It's talking about just that, where people are like, you know, just let it go. And it's so depressing when you have family members who knew that there were problems when I was a child, Mm -hmm. chose to turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, it was back then, just let it go. So, Christy, that's a good question. 
when you have the people who you love the most, who you've known your entire life, who tell you, well, it happened when you were a child, just let it go. It doesn't quite work that easily. No, or no, am I not wrong? at all. And welcome, Tracy. It is great to be in your space. I am such a big fan of you. Um, I just wanted to say hello. But whenever it's discounted as a child or even as an adult and family members say just let it go, read between the lines and be able to separate the emotion of that, learning that they don't know how to cope with it themselves. They don't know what to do with it. So oftentimes it's not about malice or an intent to harm you, but simply because they don't know how to cope. So it's easier just to avoid and ignore than it is to deal with it. So that's a great opportunity to be able to say through empowerment and growth, I get that you don't want to deal with it, but I need to deal with this so I can't let it go. So right. you then own right. the responsibility of healing through it without feeling personally rejected by their lack of knowledge and how to cope with it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it well, does. I and, and would make me question my reality. See, because of that, I would always question my reality because I know uh, what I saw. I know what I heard. And my parents would say no. Like, they would come out that bedroom like totally different people. And, you know, I would question my reality. Yeah. It makes you question your truth, whether or not it's even true. You know what I'm saying? Yes, especially whenever they're your primary caregivers, like your parents or siblings. Mm -hmm. Whenever, like you said, you question that reality. And that's Mm -hmm. damaging in itself, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I... For me, like I said, to be in my book, one of my pieces is called A Child of Sin. And just recently, as I was doing my early morning drive into work, um, it, it had come to me that the new book is going to be The Anointed Sin. Because it wasn't until 2014 when I figured out why. My mother hated me so much, and she treated me the way she did. It turns out that I'm a product, a byproduct of an adulterous affair. And as it turns out, you know, my father went back to his wife, and he's still married to her to this day. And my mother's never let that go, and she was just left with the simple reminder of her indiscretions. And boy, did I pay one hell of a price for that my entire life. It wasn't until I got sick in 2013 that I let my mother go. She had to go. In order for me to start healing, I had to let her go. And that's Mm -hmm. another issue, I guess, Christy, for another day, when we have to let go of the people that we, we should love the most. Because to this day, I say the Bible says to honor thy mother and thy father. I honor them both by staying away from them because there is no survival when I'm in that same space with my mother and I because her evil side in the family thinks that she's the salt of the earth and nobody wants to take the time to hear my side which I think how foolish is it of people to take one side of a story and then I say how what does an abuser look like how do people know what an abuser looks like how do people know most narcissists they're wonderful out in public and then there's somebody else behind the scenes but 
you know. I think that is so you were very, very brave in being able to identify that, you know, that relationship with mom was toxic. And when there are toxic relationships, it is mm-hmm. healthy to draw those boundaries. And I do not believe that God calls us to repeated exposure to that level of abuse and toxicity because it creates distance in your relationship with him. So it gives us that, in my opinion, that biblical permission to draw those boundaries so that you can heal from the toxic relationship, whether it's a spouse or a sibling or a mother, albeit so painful it's necessary for your healing and for your relationship right. with God to right. grow. You know what? And, Christy, for me, the night that I decided to let her go, to this day I will say that's one of the best sleeps I ever had. And I have never looked back. I keep her. To, I will email her, but I'm not talking to her. I'm not going to go out with her. If she's at a family function, I'll sit on one side of the room. She can sit on another I'll say hello to her, but that's as far as it goes because I am so free in that respect. But, again, that's a talk for another day when you have time and you can come on and we can just pick up and talk about other aspects of life because this is about relationship recovery, and these are the things that so many people out there all over the world needs to hear. It's amazing when I get responses back of someone way over, I always say Chuck Chuck or some country, I don't even know where it is. And they'll say, we heard the show and, oh, my gosh, you're speaking my life. And when that happens, it's like, wow, it's happening all over the world. And like I said, I'm still in shock and awe to figure out that this very show tonight, once again, Tracy, before we go, I want you to talk to us about your tidbits. Christy, I want you to share all of your contact information so that everyone can hear this this week, next week, whenever. Because I'll tell you, just this small time that we've been together in this interaction, somebody out there is crying their eyes out saying, they were just speaking to me. I want to have that. I want to have that courage to do what Marisol did. I want to have that courage to see Maria. She just talks about it like no big deal. To me, it's my way of helping me to heal. It's my way of helping me to keep one step ahead of giving up, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I believe that's the mission for Marisol, too, is her words, her story. There will be people standing up, falling to their knees, saying, that's my story too. I can relate. I'm not alone. And God will use your story, Maricel, to save lives. Right. Okay. And you're on this journey, but you're not alone. I mean, look at this. We're right here. We're Mm -hmm. right here walking it together. And you and I have been walking this journey together for such Mm -hmm. a long time. And it's mm-hmm. so many others, and, you know, it's just, it's a journey. It's one day mm-hmm. at a time. It's one inch at a time. It's putting one little foot in front of the other. End of discussion. Nothing more, nothing less. The only thing that we need to remember to keep doing is to keep moving. Mm-hmm. I'm telling on it. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm not, I'm going to tell. And I'm telling you, and uh, to God be the glory, <laughs> you know, as I tell it. Amen. Because 
I would never have done that before. But if it helps somebody and it glorifies God, then so be it. I'm telling on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling and on that's it. what yeah. this group is about. I love Focus Females Global for this very reason. I love these small, intimate conversations. I love this. But guess what, ladies? Now I do have another epiphany. I found this wonderful resort down in Virginia, and if not this year, I think we should start working on a women's summit. We have to get this together. Road trip time. We have to go to this beautiful place. Road trip. Or we can get together now. We're not that far. We can pick some place in between, like um, uh, I don't know how far you all are from Nima Colon or somewhere like that. We can have a mini retreat, get together before the summer is out. Um, I know Shauna said that she's coming down in, uh, next month, so I'll see her in a couple weeks. And um, we have to put something together where we are coming together, if not yeah. just for a weekend or a day or something. I know we have Ohio here. We have Pennsylvania and Maryland. Not that hard of a thing to do. So we can really figure out some place to come together and keep it growing. And I think every year we should have a bigger women's conference and um, just move from there and start healing and helping and telling our stories and I, I just see it's time for us to expand again, and it's coming. And we just need to work on that and take this to a whole new level. Yeah. And, you know, we all have our own lives and things like that, but this is something greater than us. Trust me when I say this. I love coming here every single week because the synergy and the bonding that we have is something that money cannot buy. And just this conversation in this short time, like you said, I believe it was Christy, I believe, there's someone falling to their knees and the tears are flowing, and they're like, wow, these people are awesome. And somebody's listening because now I have all these friend requests coming in, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> it must be because they're sitting out here listening to the show, and now <laughs> we have all of these friend requests. So Wonderful. It yeah. is. You know, one of those things where we want to keep telling our stories. And Marisol, when you listen back to this show, imagine Mm -hmm. the growth from day one to now. Mm -hmm. You'll see your growth. So, ladies, um, I'm not going to keep you guys out too late tonight, but... We're going to go with Christy. Tell us all of your contact information and what we do at the end. I always end with my my wish for everyone and all of that. But, ladies, once you give your contact information, you can also give um, your words of encouragement to everyone. And, Tracy, of course, I want you to talk about the tidbits. And um, did you all know that we have our own website, too? FocusFemalesGlobal.com. That is a place where... You give me your information and all of that, we'll put it up on our section where we put up all of your businesses, all of your contacts, and you all know over in our group, I did the directory. So I hope everybody's updated their information there so that people can actually pull up the directory and see who's doing what and 
maybe contact you. Um, but we do have a website, focusfemalesglobal.com. Our email address is inspire at focusfemalesglobal.com. So, yeah, we have a website and everything. Um, ladies, utilize it. Um, I want to get Tracy's tidbits up. Um, and, you know, a section where we're always spotlighting and making sure that people know who we are and what we're doing. Um, and I want us to keep moving and growing. I mean, we are sisters in so many ways, and we're moving. We are moving. And and the good part is that we're like sisters to the global sisterhood, and then there's Focus Females Global, and we're just a bunch of women, and we're on this wonderful mission, and we do have some men in there in the mix who support us as well. So um, I just think that we can keep it moving. I would love for us to get together and do something wonderful just to, just because. It could be a flash meetup, and we could come together and say, where are you going to be? You know. And let's road trip. I don't have a problem with that. I'm good for road trips. So um, we must work on that. But go ahead, Christy. Just tell everybody how to reach you and give us those words of encouragement. And um, Marisol, this one is for you Mm -hmm. and everyone out there who are the broken Uh vessels who have yet to start picking your best pieces so that you can create a new masterpiece. So we're going to let Christy start. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much, Steve Maria, for inviting me on the show. It has been fabulous. It's an amazing audience, and I'm just grateful to just be in this presence of incredible women. If there is anybody out there tonight or in the replay that would like to get a hold of me or would like some additional support, my website is www.christynights, K R I S-T-I-E-K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot com. I can also be emailed at Christy at dot com. I have lots of social media. I post so much great information and content to support you in terms of depression, anxiety, suicidal prevention awareness, narcissism. Um, so please don't hesitate to friend me on Facebook at Christy Knight. Follow me on Instagram at Christy Knights, or I do have a Twitter handle, which is Christy Knights K. So there are plenty of ways to reach out and get a hold of me, whether you want that quiet support through posts or you would like to have some one-on-one time together, either virtually or in office. I'm here to walk alongside you. Again, I'm a psychotherapist and the founder of iRise Leadership Institute, which is an institute teaching and lifting the stigma of suicide for prevention and awareness. Again, thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. Well, sis, you're part of the family, so you can come on anytime you want. You say, Maria, I need to do a show. Okay, what night? <laughs> You can always use the platform. It is open. So, um, you know, we're all sisters here, and this is what we do. This is what we've been doing every single week since what we started in, what, February, Marisol, maybe? February, January, uh, February. We've been here every Mm -hmm. single week. This is what we do every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. We are right here. And you must come back and talk about narcissists. 
we really need to do a show about narcissists because, yeah, that's an interesting lot of folks. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. when you're ready to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Thank gosh. you so much, so, baby. The guys are awesome. Thank you, Tracy. You're all awesome. And you're awesome, too. We're Mm -hmm. Focus Females Global. Darn right, we're awesome. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're awesome. Focus (laughs) Females Global. Yes, we are. Yes. You know, and we rock. Okay? Yes, we do. And we rock. (laughs) We rock the no. We rock all kind of stuff, don't we, Maria? Uh, Yes, the rock the no. Yeah. Now that that's an article that you know, I did over on um mm-hmm. on um for Shelly Hipsky and and her uh-huh. blog. Yeah, the rock the no. Yes. That started a great conversation. Yes, it did. That started awesome conversation. I was like, that's okay, me. well yes, rock the no. <laughs> I uh so Trace, I wanna um give you a visual. Can I share okay, Chrissy, is she still on? I am right here, sweetheart. You're right here. Okay, you know, um, um, when I was trying to describe suicide, you know, um, it's very difficult to describe it. But mm-hmm. I, you know what came to my mind? Have you guys ever seen that movie, The Sixth Sense? You mm, remember yeah. that movie, The Sixth Sense? Mm-hmm. The little boy? Yeah. 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 He would say, I see dead people. Yeah. With, with what's his name? Oh, I can't think of that actor. But anyway, Bruce Willis. Right. Well, that's mm-hmm. how it is. That's how it is. And at the end of the movie, he realized, you know, the, 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 like the whole time the little kid was dealing with dead people, with a dead person, mm-hmm. which was Bruce Willis. So it's, right. it's something like that for me. For me, suicide is like that. Wow. You see. And it and it goes away sometime and then it come back, and that's how it is. I just it just came to me and I said I need to some, give them some type of visual because, to me when I say it I'm thinking, you know, from the years of not, people are gonna think you're crazy, <laughs> like they're not gonna understand you, they're not gonna believe you, but that's but how again, it is. But again, but you me, put we we're still working on Marisol and her not putting so much of her time and attention into what other people think. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I have a piece in my book too too. One says what people think and the other piece uh-huh. is called what people say. Uh-huh. So those are two more pieces and just let it go. So in this one night there are three pieces that we talked about. Oh, and I do have a piece that's about suicide in the book. I forgot about that one. So yeah, I do have a piece about suicide in the book too. So. But you know, Maria, people don't talk about it because they do feel like they're going to be looked at like they're crazy. But so see, that's why we're all this here. Medication, they put them in a That's why we're case. here. Right. We're and here you know, to be their voice. We're here to yeah. be their beacon. That's why we're here. So you're that's it. Anything people. else that you're talking? No. They're not. And they need, and I want no. them to know that they're not. And I'm telling on it. And that they're not alone in that, and that I see those dead people too. And you need to tell it because people don't tell it. They they'll hide. They'll 
they're afraid that how they're going to be looked at or they're going to need may take medication or they're going to want to get them locked up somewhere. But it's very real like that. And so I want them yes. to know that it's okay that I said it and we're standing together, okay? Yes, Whoever's out we there are. Listening. We are. Okay. We are. So big virtual hug to you, my dear. Um, we're gonna turn. <laughs> we're gonna turn it over to Tracy to tell us about her tidbits and what's going on in her life. She hasn't been around for a while, but she's back with us tonight. So Tracy, are you there? I'm here. I just want to say I miss you girls so much. Um, <laughs> we missed yeah. you too. You know, I would likely say it's been a little crazy here, but I know it's been a little crazy for everybody. So. You know, everybody's got, you know, but, um, and I missed the beginning of the call, which I'll go back and listen to, but just jumping in where I did, I was just going to say, you know, like, I'm not sure what all I missed in the beginning, but just listening from where I picked up, um, you know, like, here's the thing. Everybody always sits in silence, whether we're sitting in silence of sadness, of, you know, frustration, of, you know, worry, of anxiety, of whatever it is, you know, like, people feel like, the weight of those burdens are theirs alone to carry. And so those burdens just every single second that you're holding them get heavier and heavier and heavier. And then the overwhelm sets in. And then, you know, desperation sets in. And God forbid thoughts of suicide or, you know, like whatever else might, you know, come to somebody's mind in those states. And the things it is, I'm not sure what exactly Marisol shared. However, no matter what it is that she shares or, you know, Christy shares or somebody else shares. You know, like everybody always thinks that they're standing alone on this island of whatever it is, of worry, of sadness, of anger, of hurt. And the second that one person comes up and says, hey, listen, I have to tell you something. It's eating me up inside. I will guarantee you that 12 people follow behind her and say, oh, my gosh. And, you know, by sharing that story, we free ourselves from it because every time we share it, a little piece of that burden falls to the ground, number one. Number two, when we share our story with somebody else, we empower them to do the same. And so their burden lessens. You know what I mean? So it, it, it sometimes takes a lot to get somebody to speak and to share because they're embarrassed or they're ashamed or they're whatever. You know, like, unfortunately, there's so much crap and stigma and, you know, like, whatever people are worried about. We're always so concerned with what other people think about us. And, you know, that's not what it's about. <laughs> And if somebody right. sharing their story can help the next person in line who, God forbid, might be suffering worse than you, you don't know. You know, everybody's right. got something. I actually just did a thing about this, but, you know, everybody's got everybody's got a burden they're carrying, a worry, a, you know, something. Everybody's got a, a struggle that they're going through. You know, we may not all parade it around, you know, um, but everybody still has it. And, you know, by sharing right. it, and, you know, in the opposite, by listening to somebody, you know, they may not need to tell you the whole story, but just somebody getting to tell you I'm having the worst day today, whatever it is. My car broke down. My kids are all fighting. You know, I just lost my job. I think I need a divorce. I think I need a whatever. You know, like right. saying it out loud one time, one time makes so much difference to people. I will never forget the first time I said, I think I want a divorce. I am telling you. I can't explain to you the weight that it lifted from me because I was arguing with myself about it. You know, I had more arguments in my own mind about, mm, is that really what you want to do? Are you really going to quit? Because, of course, nobody gets married assuming they're going to get divorced. 
and, and, you know, my parents, I know lots of people are divorced now, but my parents have been married for 100 years. They'll never get divorced. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it's tough to think that you're alone in whatever battle you're going through. But the second that you share it with somebody and the second that you allow somebody to share it with you, it becomes less each time, less each time, less crying, less worry, less stress, you know. So, I mean, and that is empowering. That is what this is about. Mm-hmm. You know, we empower yeah. each other and we empower ourselves whenever we can share that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So, Amen. Absolutely. Yes. It's yes. tough to get to that point. It's tough to think you can say those things out loud because the other know, the other right. scary thought is once you say them out loud, they're real. You can't yep. put it back in the box once you say it out loud. And that's mm-hmm. tough sometimes to handle. <laughs> but, you know, it's also freeing. Once you can get yourself to that point, it is so freeing. Right. I am. I feel so, more free. Yes. Sorry. Yes. That means right. I'm so boxed, but I was just trying to, like, catch up with what you guys were talking about and, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, so I have my little Tracy's Tidbits, which is just a short column in um, a little local newspaper that um, some of you might know, Shaleen from the website and from the Global Sisterhood. Um, she and I are friends, and she started this little publishing company. So I'm lucky enough that I get to write a monthly column there, which is called Tracy's Tidbits. Um, always positive and inspirational. As a matter of fact, this last one for July, I did on It's the Little Things. Um, you know, I really believe it's the little things in life that sometimes make the most difference to somebody. And um, in right. it, I talked about, you know, the burdens people carry and whatnot. But it's always positive stuff. There's enough negative junk that people have to read. So I try to always write about something positive. Um, yeah. There's also a Facebook page, Tracy's Tidbits. I usually post them there and try to put some other things there. And um, I'm also on Twitter and all that business. So and my email is there. If you guys, you know, need to contact me, you can message me. I respond on Facebook or whatever. I'm happy to talk. I love to listen to people. That's my gift. So, you know. Yep. But this 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 right here, ladies, you know, like uh, like you said, Tracy, when you free it, it makes it real. And guess what? When we free it in this type of a setting, we're not alone. We right. may not be we may, we're all in different places or some of you, two of you are in the same state. I'm in Maryland, you know, we're in Ohio, we're all over the place. But when we're here, this is our space. This is our home. This is our family. This is where we are. And when we share, we're not sharing alone. We're over here, um, you all may not know it, but Christy and I and I think um, um, Shelly Hipsky is over on Facebook, and we're all talking over there too. We're just multitasking, but the sisterhood is real. It's real. And this is what makes this so wonderful. I look forward to this every single Tuesday because I say whether it's one person or three people or four people or a ton of people, we are going to make something wonderful happen. And each and every week we do. We certainly do make something wonderful happen. So even though Tracy missed the beginning of the show, she still tapped in the the exact thing that we were talking about tonight. So we've hit on so many things, but as always, before we go, what did I always say? I pray, we pray, each and every one of you enough. We pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. We also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. Oh, 
Where's my music? You guys know I need yeah. my mood music. Let's see. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. It's playing in the background. Okay, and we pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, we pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way from this point and beyond. Um, let's see. I want um, Christy to talk again about her nonprofit. Let me do my whole speech. There are several ways you can get involved with us. Uh, we have, I have several groups. Um, Healing Through Hurt, I Talk Radio, presented by the Wall Foundation, Inc., over on Facebook. We have WOW. Did you all know we have WOW, which was the mother of focus? So WOW is Women of Wisdom and Worth. I am the queen of acronyms. And FOCUS <laughs> actually stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That's what FOCUS actually stands for. So we're FOCUS Females Global. Then we have the FOCUS Females group, which is our urban group that's on Facebook. And Christy, you may be interested in this over on Google Plus. I have my relationship recovery group. We're about 1,100 strong there. That is my worldwide coaching group. We are a mixture of coaches, counselors, psychotherapists, doctors, whatever you need. We have a whole family of people over there as well. Uh, as I said earlier, our website is focusfemalesglobal.com. Our email is inspire at focusfemales.com. If you want to reach out to me, uh, cmariawall.com, and mine is let's grow at cmariawall.com. The number is 202-618-2556. And I want to welcome Christy and her new nonprofit, but... Um, before we let Christy tell you a little bit about that, of course, this, our Focus Females Global Chat Cafe, and all of our programs, Healing Through Hurt, iTalk Radio, all of our community programs, they're all sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. Uh, we've been uh, incorporated in a 501c3 nonprofit since 2008. Um, it was a journey, but we made it through, and we're still doing great things. Um, so we're an IRS approved and recognized 501c3 nonprofit. And as I said, Christy just joined us in that 501c3 world. So Christy, once again, tell everybody the name of your brand new nonprofit and, um, we will get ready to go after you tell us all about that. Oh, and the book project, because we didn't really touch on that. Great. Great. Yes. Uh, I am so excited to be part of the nonprofit world, iRISE Leadership Institute. Our goal is to provide awareness and prevention of suicide through education in the community, financial resources and services, as well as a variety of school-based services. The book project iRISE Leadership has been founded on is if you struggled with suicidal thoughts or you have attempted suicide in the past, and now you are living a life of abundance and desire to have a voice, you can be featured in a book that we are currently working on. There is no cap in the number of people because every life matters and no life will be left behind. Just simply contact me to be a part of that ongoing book project to be featured in the book. No writing experience is necessary, 
I will be doing interviews. If you do not want to write, we will do verbal interviews via Skype, etc. Wherever you are in the globe, you are invited to participate. This project will inspire others to live a life abundantly as you have come through the trenches of suicide. Again, that's iRise Leadership Institute, and we are a brand-new nonprofit, and that nonprofit buzz is just flying high. Thank you again so yes. much, And if you <laughs> desire to contact me again, my website is www.kristieknights.com, where you can gain more information about psychotherapy services, flower of divorce, or the iRise Leadership Institute and projects. Huh, there you go. So, oh, and a special shout-out to Amy. Amy over on Facebook. Hello, Amy. Hello, hello, hello. We are reading all of the threads over on Facebook and the private messages. And hello to Paula. Hello, 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 Paula. Thanks so much for reaching out tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And hello. So, again, before we go, as always, we just want to remind you to continue to pay it and pray it forward. But this is what we do here. This is how we do it. We promise that we will never, ever, ever tell you what you want to hear. We will tell you what you need to hear. So that's what we are about over here. (laughs) Oh, yes. Marisolism, yeah, she can be a witness to that. Some days I can be brutal, but you come out better in the end. So, um, But thank you so much, ladies. Uh, oh, gosh, Tracy, it's so good to have you back tonight. And, Christy, thank you so much. Thank you on short notice for coming on once again. It's been an anointed, anointed um, program. But we're here every Tuesday, 7 p.m., um, unless I'm out of town and I get um, some of the other ladies up to speed where you guys can run the show in my absence because we can actually do that. Um, I can set it up for you to do that. So anytime you want to take over, please do. As you all know, at some point I will be down for a while for some surgery. So, yeah, we're going to have to um, try to figure out how we can keep it going over on – did I finish all of the – um? the different sites that we have. I think I did. Um, did. Tracy is one of our admins over on Focus Females Global. Tracy and Eugene, who is my right hand, he's my CFO in my foundation. Um, They help me out over there. So that takes a little bit of burden off, but it's been great. It's been fun. As always, for those of you who listen to the replay, Hey, we're right here. All you have to do is reach out, and someone will be there to grab your hands. We're here. We're Focus Females Global, and with a special shout-out to Shelly Hipsky and the Global Sisterhood as well. Yep, we're all sisters. Yes, we are. <laughs> so... Thank you, ladies, for being here as always. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. And Tori, by the way, ladies, if you like her music and you're looking for something special, reach out. She is in our group. She is over in our Focus Females Global. So, again, you can reach out and let her know. And um, if you want something special, 
maybe she can put something together for you that's yours uniquely. So, again, I believe in promoting from within. So this is why I love doing this, and I love you all. Big hugs to all of you. Um, I'll be over, of course, in our room because we always do our little after show when adrenaline is still pumping and we just want to talk a little while before we all retire. So I'll see you all over on our favorite spot in our favorite group, Focus Females um, Global. And um, until then, be well, be blessed. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. So you a bit. Good night. (laughs) Bye, girls. Night. I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt, take my mind off of the pain, love when the beat takes me away, with only good music, oh, 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 with only good music, something about the things you said stays in my mind, I listen to you, I listen all night Melody, the arrangement Makes my body go so great I tell man, I love the beat It's the way the music comes over me The emotions I get, I won't fight Sometimes the music is sure to make you cry Then dry your eyes you know when the music is the way you can hide life. I get lost in your words It feels so good when I'm hurt Take my mind off of the pain Love when the beat takes me away With only good music Oh, oh, oh With only good Please don't stop the music Cologne strum my pain with the fingers I could really use it Quiet storms full of purple rain My Sharia more lovely as a summer day I'll let the whispers follow Marvin Gaye In my headphones till the music starts to fade away I'd give away my brown sugar for a bit of pop If love really was a bullet, I'd have took the shot Yeah, uh Now would you buy me a drink just to take me home? Put your game in a song just to make me moan. I like my Robin Thicke, me alone. A thug album, triple shots, that's a trace. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away with only good 